Welcome to another episode of Brand Width. Uh, my name is Dean Milson and you are... Sam McEwen. McEwen. And um, we're here again today to uh, have a bit of a chat about um, marketing. Um, I'm a uh, brand strategist and Sam's a digital marketer and every episode we uh, bring to each other a couple of ideas. They're questions without notice. They're things we've been talking about and um, we'll see where the conversation kind of heads. How have you been, Sam? I've been very well. Very well, Dean. Thank you. That is good. So you've got a question for us today? Uh, yeah, I've got a, topic. a sorry, question. I've got a, it's, I've got a topic. Yeah, um, something um, uh, which I've been interested in for a little while that seems to be getting a bit of momentum um, in the brand space at the moment, and that's the um, the topic of culture. All right, and um, yeah, so organisational culture, which I think from the outset, or you know, f- first glance, you might kind of go. What the hell's culture got to do with with marketing? Um, and I would say quite a lot. But marketing, in a sense of you know, um, you know what what in in a sense of branding, I guess, and that, um, and and more so in a B two B context than potentially uh, you know a, if you've got a consumer brand, it might not be as much about you know the the perception of that brand might not be as affected so much by guy culture. But at the end of the day, you know every brand. Um, is built in some way by 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 people, but um, yeah, it's um, at at uh, Demarca we we've always done a little bit of or we've always focused on it as part of our our um you know our strategy process, and we do a lot, do a lot of work in the B two B space, um, but I've kind of noticed that it's something that we haven't had to sell as much in a sense of sell in inverted commas like push because companies seem to be getting it a lot more or they're coming to us. You know, kind of already understanding that, um, um, that you know how important it is, or they're coming to us with that as the catalyst to their project. Like, we you know we need to get our brand right, but the reason we need to get our brand right, or we've never really focused on it, is because we need to get our get our people right, and you know get get that kind of happening. So, um, uh, and and. We um, we went through our own process ourselves at, at, at Demarca, um, and it took us. Um, I think it probably took us six months because we did it in bits and pieces and chewed it off. But something funny happened with our with our with our values, and we kind of talked about it, which have really really stuck with me. So, um, if I like, you know, talked to you about brand values, what would be your um, you know, what would be your thoughts on those off the top of your head? What do you think of straight away when you think of values, Sam? Yeah, I think, there's, you know, for me, there's there's probably a couple of things. Um, firstly, I, and, and I'm not sure if this is where you thought that the topic would go, but, but you know, there's, there's this uh, idea of brands standing for something more than the product that they sell. Yeah. You know, we are, we're changing the world, we're making the world a better place by selling dishwashing liquid. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which, which I think, you know, that, that's, well, I guess that's a brand value. But I think that then there's the more internal, like what the, yeah. you know, the start with why, Simon Sinek, you know, this is, this is our purpose, this is why we do what we do, yeah. and this is what drives us, and these are, these are the values that we share, the values that our customers share, and, uh, and you know, why our product is the way it is. Yeah. Uh, is that what you were yeah, going to yeah, say? Yeah, no, it is. And so what you've kind of talked about at the start there is probably touching a little bit on brand purpose, which we um, yes, we, that's right, yeah. which we we spoke about, and that's a it's an it's an ongoing ongoing debate. And yes, I agree. I don't think you're going to change the world by selling um, dishwashing <laughs> powder, but um, <clears throat> look, my 
you know, you might hear, I think what a lot of people kind of see is like, oh, yeah, I've been to a company when they've got on their wall as I walk in, you know, respect, <laughs> yeah. integrity and trust. And, uh, you know, I've always been of the opinion, if you need to put trust in your brand values, then I think you've got a problem from the from the outset. <laughs> yeah, right. To tell people to be trustworthy. <laughs> but they kind of mean nothing. Yeah. You know, they just, you know, they don't. So how are they going to actually, you know, do anything. They're not going to, how are they going to create behaviours? How are they going to actually bring a, bring a group of people together to, to you know, achieve a goal or to, you know, to to build a brand? So, so where, where do you, where do you take that? Because I think I've certainly seen, you know, that yeah, cu- culture is very important, obviously, but but when, you, when you're able to articulate it and when you're able to find that unifying piece of culture yep. in, in a team, it does have an incredible impact on yep. bringing people together and, and focusing their attention. So what, what do you do from a, from a brand perspective yep. so that it's not trust? Well, I <laughs> you think know, it, like, like what, How far do you need to take it? What do you need to look yeah, for to so make it make I'm glad it that work? you asked that question, Sam, because <laughs> I've got some good answers on that. Um, so they... Yeah, look, you've got to work at it and you've got to be open to, um, to to digging in and you can do it in, you know, you can dig really deep and I've been involved in projects where, you know, we've we've surveyed like you know, 250 people and I spent a week digging into their responses and picking out themes and then, you know, getting a top 10 and then running workshops with people to, you know, pull it together even more. But what you're trying to do in that is, is you know, get down to the essence of a, a, you know, a few kind of, a, a few ideas, um, but where I think you need to take it is um, um, they need to be sticky statements. Is what I, I call them. Um, and I was um, uh, and and what that means is they become memorable. They're not just kind of and they're not even maybe kind of one idea. And if you think about it, that's how like memes spread. They're sticky ideas yeah, right. that people can use. They become a little bit malleable. They mean something to one person, something to another person, but they kind of mean the same thing. But you can. Use them for your own own, own needs, and, and I had a great example years ago. Um, we were working with a company there. They're like a regional Bunnings side of things. They're hardware steel, and they've been around for you know a long, long time, almost hundred years. Um, and one of their you know one of their values was um, uh, was around being friendly. And yeah. I was like, well, for, you know, what do you mean by that? And and, and someone came up with a great. Um, kind of thought, well, we treat our customers like our mates. And I was like, that's it. That's the value. We'll treat yeah. our customers like our mates. And think about then the picture that opens up in your mind. Like you can kind of see what it means to treat someone like like yeah. a mate. You, there's a bit of trust there. There's a bit of friendliness there. You've got to work on it. You know, you, you've, you, you've got to care as well. Like, and all of a sudden it puts you into a, an interesting and you know mindset. So we're always pushing, even you know, even in working with organisations that have got a set of values that they've had for twenty years, or you know, mm-hmm. like helping people, you know, dig deeper into those and come up. So and, if if I can st- if I can butt in there, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think Bunnings is a, is an interesting example. Those Bunnings that you mentioned, no, it's, no they're like a regional, they're like Bunnings, a Bunnings. Guys, so, yeah. So Bunnings, I, I guess, is is, a, is an interesting example. So. Um, For those people out there on the other side of the world, Bunnings is, Bunnings is a very a successful hard, hardware and D, DF, um, DIY, DIY um, yeah. company in Australia. Yeah, that's, that's that, it. Uh, so it's a, it's a hardware, hardware store, store, but a, a big warehouse yeah. style yeah. hardware store, one of the sort of 
um, I don't know, the Barnes and Noble of hardware yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so anyway, so you know, if you're taking, you know, you're talking culture and you're talking internal, which I think yep. is, is quite an interesting way to look at it and, um, you know, I guess it makes sense to go to your brand agency or, or, or to, to look at that from a brand point of view. But how do you then take, or do you then take that external as well? And how does those, those brand values yep. and those cultural internal values yep. then, then translate to an external media marketing campaign? Should they yeah. translate to an external media marketing campaign? Um, so I, I reckon it depends, but probably not. Like yeah. I think if you're marketing, and I heard someone talk talk about this not long ago. I can't remember. It might have been Mark Ritson. Um, you know the you, you know you know are you you know are you making you know marketing campaigns? You know, oh, we've got our brand values. We've got to make sure we show these. They're not really used by that. Yeah. I don't think. I think they're used day to day. The output is like the experience you get at Bunnings. You know, is 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 the output. You know, the, I walk the, away the, going, they were so helpful and, you know, they, they went above and beyond and, gee, they, they know their stuff and, you know, I walk out of there, you know, smiling with my receipt in hand. That's the external. That's yeah. the marketing in a sense. Well, and, and that's why I asked, because, and that's yeah. the reason I mentioned Bunnings, yeah. because I think if you watch one of their ads, and again, for people who aren't familiar <laughs> with them, their ads put their customer service team at the front yep. and, you know, and, and make them very relatable. And I think I've heard, this is not my, I've heard this from someone else, might be on the Gruen Report or something like that. Yeah. So I mentioned that in those ads, they're actually almost training their staff on how to behave. Yeah. And I'm not sure if they're real staff. I've never found that out, actually, whether oh, they're real staff in there. That, I, I always felt like they were actors, but maybe not. <laughs> but, but certainly, like, every single one of those Bunnings ads encapsulates how their staff should act. And to me, you could argue, and I have no idea whether this is the case, that that's sort of closing that loop between you're taking your brand values, taking them external, or taking yep. your internal values external, but then coming back full circle and, and taking that external message that anyone who comes into that business and who applies to one of those customer service understands, jobs understands yeah. exactly what that, that, that yeah. image is. So, so I reckon it's, if you can do it in a way that's meaningful and it's, it's not like you're trying too hard or mm. making his feet on. I think it's, I think it's great. Um, I'll, um, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what ails are at market because we went through, we, we went through our own process and then worked a bit harder than we probably get the time to with, with clients, which has made me do a lot of reflecting actually like um, about how to let things, things need to percolate a little bit. Like it's very hard, um, you know, you're in a workshop and all of a sudden you've kind of got to get all this done today and then that's mm -hmm. it, move on to the next thing. But having that space to kind of stop and come back to things, I'm trying to work out how we can build into our process a little bit more, and I, whether that's values or anything, like it, it, it works. But we um, we got ours to, and, and the other thing is not having heaps of them. Like, you know, yeah. I've, I've seen companies that have like, you know, 10 values. It's like, no one's going to remember no. those. And if they do, they're going to remember um, three. I think there's research that says, you know, people generally remember three things. Yeah. So, you know, if you I was going to say, there's the phone number thing, isn't it? Yeah. Like you remember in, in threes or fours. Yeah, or yeah. So, you know, so if there's eight if there's eight things I've got to remember, I'm going to remember three and you're going to remember a different three. So, right. So yeah. try, try and have, you know, more, no more than three or so we we got it down to, to to four but I thought we'd got them right and then I was homesick one day um, and um, came back to work and they were up on the wall they were all changed oh. and and I was like I thought someone was actually playing a joke on me they were pretty out there and at first I was like didn't know what was going on anyway as I kind of let them sit and we kind of talked through it and you know pulled it apart a little bit more they made they made complete 
complete sense. And at that point, they were really, you know, they became really quite embedded. So our first one is um, we write at dawn. So whenever I'm in a meeting, I try to say that a little bit louder as if I'm shouting to someone. Um, but that's really <laughs> about, you know, turning up and getting ready and, and, and being prepared and off yeah. we go and, you know, maybe putting in a bit extra if you need to or, you know, getting the job done and working as a team. So there's, you know, that's our kind of team teamwork, you know, um, value. Um, our next one is TFA, which is that's effing awesome. <laughs> um, and the idea around that is, you know, that's essentially what we want to um, the what we want our customers, our clients to think, you know, yeah. and so we're always asking ourselves, you know, showing a piece of work, you know, is is that TFA enough? Like, can yeah. we can we push that? So, a few layers to that. There's Pinky Promise, which is you know we do what we say, yeah. which that we do what we say was the value originally, and then we kind of push it into something, you know, a bit a bit out there. And the last one is um, only Happy Cats, which is probably the strangest one, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's you know that's so that's that happy you know the happy cat the the, yep. the yep. Um, for for people listening out there, I'm got my hand and I'm waving like that little, um, I think it's... Well, those little golden, China, I think it's yeah, the Chinese, Chinese sort of good luck. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's really a combination of, um, you know, everyone at, uh, you know, at work being being happy, but also our clients being happy as well. And and so, and, and how do you do that? How do you, do you keep everyone thing happy and everyone going with, you know, while obviously having integrity? Now, I reckon... I would come back, I would think about these once a day and mm. in a certain aspect or, you know, in a situation or, or we might remind each other of, of them each day. I had a really interesting thing go on um, a couple of weeks ago where um, I'd driven quite a long way for a meeting um, to drop off something to a client and um, they'd changed the meeting two or three times. Anyway, they weren't there and they'd completely forgotten about me. And I was really pissed off. And um, then I was speaking later on to someone, they're like, oh, have you, you know, followed them up? And I was like, oh, no, I haven't followed them up. Like, you know, they should follow me up. I, <laughs> I, um, you know, I wasn't the one that drove an hour to, you know, to, to be stood up and blah, blah, blah. And, and then, and then I, they said, yeah, that's cool. I, I get that. But remember, only happy cats. And I was like, okay, good point. Like, you know, I need to be the better person here and, you know, pick up the phone and make sure everything's good. And it was all good. But so that kind of, that, you know, they become, like I said before, memes. If you can get them sticky and interesting, mm. they become meaningful. We're actually taking it a step further and, you know, we're in the business of, of, of you know, brand values in, in some way. Um, we've I've got large banners up at up at work now with them on there, so there you can see them when yeah. you walk in the door. But we're thinking of like, how can we create projects around each of those values? So, if, like only Happy Cats. You know, last year we spoke about how our we have a Christmas function every year um, in um, at the end of the year. You know, which is basically a party for our clients. Yeah. Um, we just go and have a, you know, spend half a day having a few beers. And we saw that as an expression of only happy cats. So then you start to think about, well, what can you do to, you know, to to, to bring that one to life or that value to life, off you go. So, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, I, I, I just sort of been interesting to talk about because there's that perception that, you know, oh, you know, a couple of words go up on a wall and honest integrity and they mean nothing, but they can actually be really really, really powerful. Um, and But you've got to get to that point where they're kind of sticky and, and meaningful. And the next thing we're talking about now is, you know, what are the behaviours that sit 
beneath those. So they're, they're wonderful sticky concepts and they mean slightly different things to different people. But mm. what do they really mean? Like what do they mean to you? What do they mean to me? Let's get that documented and kind of, you know, pick that picture up a little bit more because you've got to be able to, you know, we're a small business. There's only, you know, 10 of us. If you've got 50, 100, you know, 200 people, how are you going to actually spread those ideas yeah. um, in a meaningful well, way? You know what it makes me think, which which is a little bit of a pivot, I guess, as far as this conversation's going, but is is what is the, the marketer's role? You know, a brand is obviously a function of marketing. Yep. And, and what is, you know, where what is the marketer's role in a, in a business? And you've mentioned a small business there, but you imagine in a, in a much larger business, you know, often these kind of projects would fall to some kind of HR team. Yep. Um, now, you know, you're also a service business, right? Yep. And so really in, in defining the, the values that you've just outlined them there, I mean, you're defining your product. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, and that is that is the core the yep. core function of your product, yep. uh, which is I would argue absolutely where marketing needs yeah, to yeah, start. Sure. Right? Is, yeah. is 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 the product? But but re, you know, isn't it interesting? Because really, there is no no bounds, and and marketing, depending on the organisation you're in, can oftentimes be something that is not really respected by CEOs or has a corner, and and the job is just to make, you know, the, to come in at the end and and make you know polish something up or. or or uh, yep. you know, post something on social media as yeah, it might yeah, be yeah. now, you know. But but you know, really, I think, and, and the great companies get this is a marketing, uh, and this is going to be me overstating our role a little bit. But marketing is 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 integral to every stage of a business. Um, so I don't know. Is it, have you come across? Larger businesses, you know, how do they deal with this? What, what? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I think it does depend on business, like as you're talking about there, and I often have these thoughts when you hear of case studies of, you know, you know, marketing different organisations. If you're, you know, you're Coca-Cola selling fizzy, sugary water, yeah, um, there's not a much connection to that product to their to their values. Yeah, um, but you know. On a face-to-face level, if I'm selling, you know, if you're a cafe owner and I'm selling you my, my product, there, you know, at that moment um, when I'm talking to you or you're trying to sell it to me, you are Coca-Cola. So, yeah. you, you know, the, even though the product is the, the product and what it tastes like and what, whatever else, the reason you, 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 you buy it, at, at that point there's always, you know, brands are, you know, People to people at some point, so there's an aspect to it. But I agree, it's not as. So, so what you're saying is, there's the if you're working in Coca-Cola right now, you're not just in a bikini on the beach, um, yeah, playing playing with volleyball. So yeah, no, that, that's right. So there's an there's an aspect to it, but I yeah. think um, what you know I can hear you alluding to as well. I think is you know yeah where it becomes a problem is when it takes over. Like you know yeah. like, we've got to do values based marketing. No no you've got to sell your product and you've got to you know is there if if I play devil's advocate is there do the marketers have any right to be dabbling in in you know values and or, you know, internal company corporate culture and well yes because I think if you're talking about brand from a point of view of the entire you know, image of an organisation. Well, people are a huge part of that. So that's all going to be aligned. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to come up with a bunch of values to work for, you know, and off you go. It's actually going to be aligned to the to the, the brand and the, the essence of the brand and what you're trying to, you know, the perceptions you want, the messages. And so I, I think absolutely. But um, in in some organisations, it's more important yeah. than other. I did a project recently with a, with a company there in logistics. They've got, you know, 200 people. So it was a really, and they came to us 
off that first. Like they, they want to get their culture right first and they really got that after That's that, then their brand, they're going to do, you know, then look at their external stuff after that. Um, so, yeah. So, so do you think, you know, you said you, you're seeing more and more of this. Do you think that that um, this is a change? Are these outliers, these businesses, are they, are they thinking differently to think, you know, what we want to speak to to our brand agency or a brand agency about this, we want to start with our internal culture. Or is this is this a new evolution? Is it is it the normal way of doing things? You think? I, I'm not sure. And and the examples that I'm talking about have come from people that um, went moved from an organisation we worked with, and, yep. and they were in the HR department for a brand we worked in, but we were working on the, the brand that moved to another organisation and said, oh, like I, where I was previously, we we did it like this and I think it works and get these guys to, to come yeah. to come and help. So I'm not sure, um, to be to be honest, uh, but, uh, but uh, what I am noticing is people are getting it getting it more and they're they're happier to to dig into it. Um, yeah, whether that's just the ebbs and flows of you know what, what people see important at the time, but um, I, I it's I just find it a really interesting space to work in because you're affecting how people work. Like watching people share those values and dig into it and kind of work out what they mean, so that when you know the 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 the, the marketer, the consultant walks away and they start working on those, you know, taking those things away themselves and. And, and sharing, you know, sharing those experiences and pulling each other up on, you know, that's not only happy cats. That's you know, as 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 mm. we kind of do. It's you're you're you're, you're getting into people's businesses every day, um, but you know, in, internally. Yeah, it's, uh, and and I guess in some respects, it's it's the power of the brand, isn't it? Is because people choose to work with those brands that they identify with anyway. Yep. So, so understanding that core and understanding that that people want to actually live the brand values. Yeah, people want you know that these aren't just an external set of this is the way that we'll communicate in written form and this is yeah, our visual it, language. Actually, your employees want to buy into that, and there's yep. a desire to. Well, no, no, you're right. And actually, when you say that, um, what I am seeing is. Um, um, companies are really, uh, really, really focusing on making sure they're being able to get the best people at the moment, actually. Mm. And I think that's actually where it's coming from. Like, it's fine to open the doors and put in a job ad and, you know, and, and start, you know, getting employees. But if you really want the best people, you have to demonstrate, A, that your culture is great, like yeah. it's going to be a great place to work every day. Um, <clears throat> you know, if you've got, a, you know, you've got demanding roles that, that you're wanting to fill, You've got to kind of be prepared to be able to show them. Yes, this is demanding, but you know this is, this is a great place to be, and we, you know, we do care about you. And uh, I think um, a lot of businesses are, are realizing that they've got to demonstrate that that they, you know, and by doing that, that you know, one way of doing that is to show, look, we've we've gone to the effort of really working out what our defining what our culture is and what makes us tick here and why it's special so we can attract you know people to that and but also get better at delivering that so uh, it's coming from a place um, like that I think for sure yeah interesting and that might be a good place to wrap it up yeah yeah sure yeah so do we have takeaways do we do we go over the uh, you know what's what's the learning for you I guess um no, it's just the the, the reiteration of uh, I think I'd be saying to anyone out there listening, like if um, if you've got 
um, trust, integrity and <laughs> honesty mm-hmm. and the single word pithy, you know, they're, they're not they're not really going to do much for yeah. you. So um, that's fine. I'd, I'd maybe take the time to dig a bit deeper into them and 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 work out what they mean. Otherwise, maybe don't worry about having them. But um, I, I think the takeaway is, yeah, they're they're um, they're certainly um, is a they're certainly powerful um, things to to have if you can define them and make them interesting and and engaging. Yeah. Um, without forcing it. Yeah, I like it. And look, I, you know, interesting. I know, I know. You said it doesn't necessarily need to translate into the external, but but I think. You know, having having talked spoken through it now, I, I think that um, there is a an integration there and 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 an understanding that it, you know and taking your external message and looking how that translates internally and yep. and and how um, those values can can play a role in in every touch point might be a really important thing to look at. Yeah. Um- um, we're doing that thing again, Sam, when we start to wrap we're, up and then realise we've got a bunch of stuff we want to keep yeah. talking about. But no, no, it, I th- it, it should be in, it should be internal, external. It's just some, you know, some... You don't want to take... Yeah. You know, if you're trying to do some, you know, tactical marketing to just sell a few more things, well, it's probably not the place to be, you know, beating people over the head yeah. with your values. But from a, from, a, from a long-term, you know, point of view of really getting to the heads of the marketplace about what... You know what you stand for as a you know as a as a company or a or a product um, to get people potentially talking about you. Then then yeah, it should be. Um, it, it, it that's how it goes external. Yeah, brilliant, cool. Uh, all right, mate. Thank you. We'll speak again next time. We'll speak again next time.